Fit, active, healthy, happy, enjoying the prime of your life. Looking out for your health and wellness, this is Health Talk with Fred Lowry from Lowry Drug in Statesville. Call now to ask Fred your health questions, 704-873-1400, 704-873-1400. You can also visit Fred at his store, conveniently located on Hartness Road in Statesville. Well, good afternoon, this is Fred Lowry, pharmacist and doctor of natural medicine. It's Friday, January the 5th, 2024. We're starting out the, uh, the new year. <clears throat> Hopefully this will be a, a good year for everyone. I'm uh, here with Ben Daniels today. How you doing? Doing well. And Joe Berg is uh, off, out of the office today. Yes, so. sir. Yes, sir. So I'm in here. You're stuck with me today. Good. And that's oh, okay. That's all right. <laughs> this program is intended to share knowledge and information based on my research and experience. It's not intended to offer individual advice and does not replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified health care provider. Your daily choices have more to do with your health than anyone in the healthcare field. Hopefully, you'll be empowered uh, with knowledge to take a more proactive approach to your health. So, Ben, uh, I've got a lot of things to talk about, but you had a question off the air. Yeah, so, so we were talking, uh, I think I probably had a, uh, I had a, um, tonsillectomy that's the name of it uh probably three to four years ago um i was always i was always battling as a child uh strep throat but it was always one of those like you know you're supposed to have it like three or four times in a certain amount of time if and then they'll recommend you get the tonsils removed right well i never had it like i was like one day short or something you know and so as an adult is whenever i made the decision to just go ahead and get the tonsils removed but then I still get strep throat all the time. I don't know. And I've, I've kind of, I know that it's not like a cure-all or anything like that, but that was one of the things that I was always confused about is like, well, what's the point of getting them taken out? Right. Well, it's, it's a good question. And so you've obviously had a lot of antibiotics too. Oh gosh. Yeah. I think I am a walking antibiotic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, the first thing is, is that uh, the tonsils uh, are part of your lymphatic system. The second thing is strep is part of your normal bacterial flora. So it's always there. So what happens is if your if your tonsils get inflamed and they're secreting material, mm-hmm. it's like opening the grocery store for the bacteria. So the bacterial count goes up and you take antibiotics it goes back down. Uh, if you, so there's there's something that's causing you know the tonsils to react. As children, it's usually food related. Mm. A lot of times it'll be uh, you know, like dairy products, uh, grains, wheats, that type of thing. <clears throat> so if you can identify the source and eliminate that then usually that that whole situation improves. So the tonsils are not the problem. Okay. You know, it it, it uh and there's there's other implications with that. But once you take the antibiotics too, you know, you're you can cause the environment, the terrain in the body to change. Uh, bacteria morph, you kill 
good bacteria. It's, it's, it's a very uh, complex thing. So that's why it's also very important to take a probiotic, you know, to try to replace, uh, you know, bacteria, I mean, the, the good bacteria in the gut. Uh, my favorite product for that is made by Natural Creations called Interobiotic SBO. It has 14 strains of the good bacteria and soil-based organisms which aid in digestion. So your uh, your food allergy part would pro or food stress or whatever it may be uh, is you know more more likely either dairy or wheat, and it'll be the one that you like the most. Okay. Well, I mean, both are probably equally as uh, I'm equally as fond of both. <laughs> so if you're like a macaroni, and pasta, and sure. cheese, or kind of you know pizza, mm -hmm. those kind of things, and, and it could be other toxicities too. But uh, if as a child, it's usually one of those. Okay. Um, so an, another thing that goes along with that is that, you know, dairy can be very mucus forming. Mm. And so a lot of children have uh, ear aches and things like that, and they end up with tubes in their ears when a lot of times you can just resolve it with elimination of a particular food that's a problem. And I do remember when I was a child that it was one of those things that the doctor would always say, oh, you're just a strep carrier. Is that a thing? Is that because I'd always get those uh, tonsil stones. And that, that is one thing that did go away. So that was that was a, a positive of the surgery. Right. Well, that's uh, that could be another thing. And people people do uh, get those. Uh, hydration can be a part of that. Of course, if you're sick, you're probably not in your throat sore. You're probably not drinking as much fluids that kind of thing. But there's, uh, there's other ways to deal with it, that bacterial increase. Uh, you know, uh, salt water, like a warm salt water gargle. Mm -hmm. You can put uh, betadine in, in uh, and, and we, we uh, it's come back on the market. Apparently we have a betadine uh, throat spray. Okay. So those are yeah, Things. I'll have to. I'll have to write down the, the the. You said Nature Select. What was the name of it? Uh, it's uh, uh, Natural Creations. Na natural <clears throat> Creations. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll get that. I'm going to write that down after the show. There. Let's see now. Um, you and I are new at this, so I'm watching the clock. Yeah, I got you. you. Yep, you got, you got okay. uh, two minutes there. Okay. Break. Yep. So I wanted to start out uh, a little bit with uh, talking about. Um, the uh, spike vax and um, virus and things that have come out in the news recently. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the, uh, there's a, uh, a new advertisement, 60-second Moderna TV commercial, trying to convince health-conscious uh, consumers uh, to get their COVID shot. And the, the, the theme is uh, you, f you flu shot that body, now you need to spike vax that body. And it's got all these uh, pictures of older adults, very active, and uh, they say even uh, even though the pandemic is over, COVID-19 isn't. So most people have already kind of made up their mind about that side. Uh, but in the news uh, recently, uh, the question is, is the virus fictitious? Now, we know there is something going on there. I'm not saying that it is fictitious, but apparently... Uh, some scientists are now suing the CDC because uh, 
colleagues in seven universities are uh, suing the uh, CDC for massive fraud because they had 1,500 samples uh, of people that tested positive for COVID, hmm. but all they found was influenza A or influenza B. So we're going to be back uh, talking a little bit about that. And then another study that came out in uh, Nature, which is a uh, scientific periodical uh, in December, that uh, is kind of interesting as well. Later, we'll be talking about some uh, homeopathic uh, approaches. And uh, stay with us. This is Fred Lowry, and this is Health Talk. Lowry Drug on Hartness Road in Statesville was established in 1959. We're a traditional family pharmacy with a state-of-the-art compounding laboratory. We have a full line of medical equipment, supplies, including CPAP, scooters, and oxygen. We also have a full line of supplements, herbals, nutritionals, essential oils, homeopathics, and more. Come see us. Just talking about this, uh, uh, these scientists that couldn't find COVID. Now, I got, I got to tell you, I don't know how they're going to find COVID. Uh, they, were, they were using a, an electron microscope uh, because they, um, a, according to them, uh, they came to the conclusion that the, uh, the COVID was, uh, virus was fictitious. Now, that sounds pretty strong, uh, I, I can tell you. Uh, you got a call there? We do have a caller on the line. Yeah, you want to uh, finish Sure, let's, let's try it. Okay. Hello there, listener. Uh, you're on there. Well, happy New Year, man. This is William. How are y'all today? Hey, William. Good. Um, why does everything, when you're sick and you're going through a little head cold or a flu bug or whatever, why does everything taste like cardboard? And no, I haven't been too, I haven't been chewing on cardboard, but I know I've heard that I've heard that expression or phrase used before. But yeah, I was just wondering if um, Dr. Lowry has got any insight on that. Well, a lot of that uh, has to do with your your senses are overwhelmed. I think, and this is just kind of an off-the-cuff uh, explanation, but, you know, when you lose your uh, taste, uh, sense of smell sometimes, or it, it may be, uh, become hyper-acute, but most of the time it's, it's, it's a distraction, uh, you know, in terms of... So your, your body, I, I, I'm not sure exactly, other than, you know, you've got a lot of things going on, your... your you know, your your body reacts to things uh, in a way that's beneficial to the body. So the concept of when you get symptoms like that, for some reason, I mean, it, there there may be an actual reason f for that in, as a symptom. You know, symptoms are a signal. And one of the things that we do with symptoms in the regular pharmaceutical world is, you know, we take a drug antihistamine example or whatever 
And it may be that the worst thing that can happen is that the drug actually works because it's part of your body's own mechanism to get rid of something. Just like we were talking about the tonsils, the mechanism to get rid of whatever the toxin was the excretion of whatever that was in the tonsils to, to get rid of it. Sweating is a way you get rid of, you know, uh, if you get uh, diarrhea, you know, you're, you get food poisoning. That's the way your body's getting rid of that. Well, if you stop it, you're just kind of locking that, th- that part up, you know, and, and maintaining whatever the toxin or the poison or whatever it is in the body. So you inhibit, you know, its ability to, to, uh, to move. Yeah. Well, as, as you're going through it and let it run its course and everything, I just always have tried to force food in me to keep the energy. But I've always noticed when I know I'm on the men's is when my taste comes back. But I've also heard people going through the COVID, COVID years, and we're obviously still dealing with that or, or the political side of it. They want us to deal with it. But, um, yeah, people losing their sense of smell and sense of taste. But that ought to tell you right there that COVID is just another formality of a virus that's going around. It's not like it, it, they're trying to make it out like it's such a big deal. And, I, you know, it is for some people, but for the most part, it's just another flu variant, right. in my opinion. Well, it, and I'll tell you that uh, in the early days of the testing, uh, I couldn't really find any documentation of what, you know, what the virus was. So it made me question, you know, how does this testing even work? How can they know if it's COVID when they right. haven't even isolated it? And according to the CDC in this paper, that, uh, you know, they don't have, you know, these scientists ask for a sample or, or of, the, of COVID. They don't have it. Uh, they, so... You know, the testing was through what initially was PCR testing. That's not, it was never meant to use in a clinical situation. So if the detection of the virus can't be demonstrated, you know, you can't really say that you have COVID or you don't have COVID. It's interesting how they can diagnose COVID, but they, um, you know, it took them a little bit to come up with a with a vaccination, and it didn't take them long. But you know, and that was the reason why I didn't take it because, okay, where is this coming from? Mysteriously. Well, the 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 uh, coronavirus type vaccines had been in the works for many, many, many years. It's, it wasn't like yeah. it just actually popped up. It was. It, it's been part of a. Uh, a program that didn't work in the past and so uh so it's you know it we, we i don't know how many people actually realize that but you know it's it, there was nothing warp speed about this it's, it was already in the works and there's plenty of documentation that that uh, proved that so but thank you for your call so in a sense, you're getting the flu shot. If somebody wants to go get the shot and they clone it for the COVID shot, in a sense, it's a flu shot. No, it's, it's, diff- it's different. It is different than the flu shot. The COVID shot is definitely uh, different in terms of its genetic makeup. And, and uh, as, as every all my listeners know, 
I think it's a dangerous product and, and should never have been used. And uh, it should have been pulled many, many years, uh, moons ago. No, I didn't take it. Generally, I just don't get sick. And when I do, I just push through it, doctor. And I just, you know, I guess I'm fortunate that way because I know not everybody is. You know, there are a lot of people out here that have to rely on medications to get them through some some ailments that they may have or transpire in their lives, and and I feel badly for those people. But I guess I'm just fortunate enough to where I just hopefully it stays that way for me. I yeah, well, so, but the, good luck with that. Yeah, happy yeah, New Year, William, and, and stay healthy out there. All right, buddy. All right, y'all take care. Have, have a good weekend. weekend. So the uh, the most interesting thing that I alluded to earlier was uh, this uh, research publication, uh, December the sixth in Nature. Nature is a uh, is a prestigious uh, medical journal. I used to subscribe to it, but I didn't really like their politics. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, but according to that. Uh, the these shots and this is this is kind of a, a big deal here this is a really big deal uh, according to to the this study that this messenger rna covid shots create ribosomal frame shifting uh, so it 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 uh, produces off-target proteins with unknown effects now so it's supposed to produce the covid virus spike protein so that your body uh, would learn how to fight that off which by the way the the spike protein is the toxin so basically your your body is making the toxin but in this case it may not have been making that uh, that uh, spike protein at all of this COVID uh, uh, piece so that you could stay well and, and so was that like a, it make that spike protein because that's what was supposed to help inside the body? Well, as I understand it, the concept is that, that, that when you get the shot, uh, this, and there, there's so many pieces of the toxicity of that shot, okay? Sure. But in terms of the genetic material, uh, it, it's supposed to give the instructions to have your own cells make the spike protein. I see. So that then your body will, will will fight that off. That just sounds wrong, even as I say it. Okay, uh, because that's you know that's that's not the normal mechanisms, and you're <clears throat> dealing with the genetics. It's been shown that uh, there, you know, you, you can't really purify that to to a degree that you don't get other RNA and other DNA. In the shot, so it, it's been shown uh, by scientists that you know there was DNA in the shot. So, but what happens is this uh, part of the component of this is something called uh, pseudouridine, and it causes a frame shifting of, of the code. So it's kind of like a basically a stutter or hiccup. So. Is basically misreading the genetic instructions. So when you when that happens, the body doesn't understand that <clears throat> the code is, is garbled, garbled. It's unintended, nonsensical uh, proteins 
you know, that your body, your immune system goes, well, maybe I'm going to produce an antibody for that now. And maybe I'll produce an antibody for this. So according to this, uh, the authors, this off-target cellular immune response uh, occurs in 25 to 30% of the people that have had the shot. Now imagine that. You know, this is supposed to be the salvation. You know, we people were beat about the head, you know, the people blaming the pandemic on the ones that were not vaccinated, et cetera, et cetera. The more we learn about this, the thing doesn't work. We knew it didn't work. Now we might know one of the pieces why it doesn't work. Interesting stuff. We'll be back. This is Fred Lowry, and this is Health Talk. Welcome back. This is Fred Lowry, pharmacist and pharmacist and doctor of natural medicine with a, uh, maybe a little genetic stutter there. I don't know what. <laughs> it, was, it was that background music. I felt like we were having a fine dinner over here. Mm-hmm. So here we are talking about that, you know, the, you know, this is not news to me in some cases, but you know, I, I said in the past that you know, I, I don't trust the test. You know, that came out pretty quick. You know, if the virus just comes out, how do you create a test for it? You know, it takes a lot of time to validate such things. And um, there, there, there are a lot of things about the shot. We don't have to belabor that. But, you know, the problem, many of the problems relate to um, the way the systems work and, and uh, the FDA and uh, the, the financial influences there. But, uh, you know, as a pharmacist, you know, they, uh, which we, by the way, uh, did not jump on that bandwagon and, and give people vaccinations and, uh, and won't. But uh, so, you know, one of the things that came out initially was you had the, the pharmacists had to buy these ultra cold freezers, <clears throat> not the standard freezer. And that was becoming a problem, uh, limited resources. So then they said, well, yeah, you can keep it in a regular freezer. But, you know, that, that passed with the FDA uh, without uh, validation, I think. Uh, they changed the expiration dates. They basically did whatever they wanted to do. Do you think any of that was out of good intentions from some people or or was it all or, or is it all a something different well there's a tremendous number of people with excellent intentions that you know truly believed that was the right thing to do sure and i don't know where that that you know i mean most every healthcare provider out there i think has good intentions you know, they, they want to help people. Uh, now, where the corporate uh, thing comes in, because corporations are, are, have no morality, you know, 
So it's, it's basically a financial-driven system. And we know there was a lot of money pumped into this for, for, for many, many reasons. So, and that's one of the things that, unfortunately, over the years, I've, I've been pharmacist for 43 years. And uh, things are different now in terms of the corporate world. You know, so, uh, you know, there's plenty of uh, influence of pharmaceuticals that, you know, change the, the landscape of the way the country treated illness because in the, the, the late 1800s, early 1900s, there were natural medicine colleges. You know, all your medical schools were uh, used homeopathic remedies, all of them. Mm -hmm. and, and there was a change that happened through uh, people that <coughs> had power and money and and so all, all that changed so you know we're now in a unfortunately in a system and, and the insurance based part of that has greatly influenced the care that people receive the drugs that they get the services they get and you, you got to remember an insurance company is just managing their risk they get a certain amount of money uh, to manage the, the risk, and, and and they're in a profit situation. A lot of people don't realize that your your prescription cards are uh, pharmacy from pharmacy benefits and managers, so they contract with the insurance company and the pharmacy, and then they take all the money they can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and literally, that's that's what it is. That 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 system. Which, it, which is why it makes it uh, difficult for uh, pharmacies to survive out there. So it's, a, it's, a, it's an economic-based system now. It's not about what's the best thing for the patient. You know, we understand that so there are economics involved with that, but, you know, it, uh, we have ledgers from, I don't remember, probably the, the 60s or, the, uh, you know, where we were keeping up keeping a record of, you know, the scripts were $2, $10, $5, you know, it was very rare to see anything over that. And then when insurance cards came out, people stopped uh, understanding what the medication cost. It didn't matter what the drug companies charged for it because they only had a copay, $5, $10, whatever it was. That's their out-of-pocket cost. So it's, 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 the whole system has been corrupted, unfortunately. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the, you know, that's like one of those, you know, no matter where you lie, we've all had uh, issues with health care. And so, like, what's the way to, to get, I don't want to say, like, fight back, but, like, what's the way to get back to where it was? I don't think it would ever go back to where it is uh, or where it was, but what is the best way to get, you know, on the other side of that as a, as a consumer. Listen to this program. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Go but, visit but, you, right? But, well, you know, uh, I, I hope I'm giving people ideas and things to, to, to change the way they, uh, they take care of themselves because it's really important to do that. And, and you, you're not going to find that in a vaccine bottle. You know, that, 
it's just it's just not there and i know for some people listening you know that may sound a little harsh but you know you start digging into this stuff there's plenty of information out there and some would say well uh you know it's uh you know that's just internet stuff youtube whatever it's not reliable you know anybody anybody in the listening area that a healthcare provider that wants to talk to me about this uh either uh, on the phone in person or even on this show i you know i'm good with that you know i uh my uh so you know there are i would i would suggest you 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 got to take care of yourself sure so um you know homeopathy is uh and i, I know there's probably maybe some people out there rolling their eyes about homeopathics uh you know when i as a pharmacist coming out of uh, school i was the biggest skeptic about homeopathics i thought that was a ridiculous you know because in in chemistry we measure things and um with homeopathy we didn't have a way to do that you know and, and when you're dealing with uh high dilutions we didn't understand how that could work because there's supposedly at, at a certain point of a dilution, there's not a single molecule uh, of a substance left. The problem with that is we're not, we're dealing with chemistry because it comes from chemistry, but what we're really dealing with is physics, the energy uh, that's related to that, that substance. So everybody learns about the periodic table and what's the difference in them it's energy it's electrons you know it's, it's, so that's that's the difference it could be it could it could be just a, a small shift of that that energy so everything every substance is made up of things in the periodic table and everything has its own unique energetic signature uh even you, Ben, have your own unique energetic oh, signature. <laughs> <laughs> so, so all these things uh, play a role. And so the concept was uh, Samuel Hahnemann, Dr. Samuel Hahnemann, a German, a brilliant man in the, the 1800s, was not happy with the way medical systems were were, were uh, operating. Same as today. <laughs> Cyclical. So, so um, you know, they were doing bloodletting, giving people mercury and arsenic and all kinds of things. And, and uh, he, uh, he noticed uh, that uh, quinine uh, cured malaria. But, if, you know, if you took quinine as a... Uh, you know, if you weren't sick, you got the same symptoms as malaria. So he started diluting the product. And so if, if a substance causes the disease in its full form, a highly diluted form can cure it. Mm. It's a system that likes cures likes. Now, is that the where people talk about the flu shot is actually partial of the flu itself? Well, it's, it's a... The flu shot's made of uh, viruses from the past. Okay. You know, so it may be uh, three, four, five different viruses from gotcha. the past. Well, uh, I, 
I don't take the flu shot. Sure. But, you know, because I think I was here when those viruses were around for one thing. Okay. And viruses change. Viruses morph. That's why the whole concept of uh, trying to <clears throat> come up with a vaccine for a coronavirus was not going to work. So, you know, you you have the homeopathic concept that if you get the wrong remedy, it doesn't really do anything. If you get the right remedy, it can be helpful. Hmm. It's safe. So we're coming up on another break. This is Fred Lowry. Stay with us. We'll be uh, we'll be back soon. Welcome back to Health Talk. I was thinking, uh, you know, one way to, to think about um, and differenti- differentiate is in terms of your health is medical care versus health care. So health care may not have anything to do with medical care. Mm. You know, and conversely, I mean, there's certainly some uh, wonderful things out there in terms of surgery and life-saving techniques that, you know, we wouldn't want to be without. But we don't want to have to access them if we don't you know, have to, you know. So going back to the homeopathics, uh, it's, it's like a natural medicine uh, that is it, its own system, and a lot of people use the word homeopathic to include herbal medicine and, and all that. Each, each one of those is its own discipline. Herbal medicine, homeopathic medicine, essential oils, uh, that type of thing. So if you think about this type of natural medicine in, in a nanotype dose, uh, so it, it basically takes away the toxic components of that. Uh, and, and you know when you have symptoms, your 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 body's basically just trying to survive. It, and one ha- thing that happens when you start using homeopathics is uh, you know, sometimes you sometimes it, it's like a miracle. You know, it's like uh, particularly with children or animals. You know, I've seen uh, children that you know with a fever laying on the sofa, you give them a, a dose of Let's say belladonna, uh, which would be a poison in its you know, uh, natural form, but the homeopathic, you know, and the kid gets up and he's he's better, he's he's good. So uh, sometimes people, uh, when they start taking homeopathics, uh, the symptoms go away, but then they go, well, you know, I had this symptom, I got a new symptom now, but that was one I had three or four years ago. Mm. So every time you suppress a symptom, it basically goes deeper and deeper into the system. And when you find symptoms that come back that you had years ago, that's a sign that you're actually healing. Hmm. How about that? That's very interesting. So a lot of folks are probably doing some New Year's resolutions right now. And if 
if they were wanting to go with a more holistic approach, what are like three beginning things that they could do to do a more holistic approach to their own health? Well, um, starting blocks, if you will. Starting block. Yeah. Well, uh, um, I, I'm not really big on resolutions. Okay. <laughs> You know, New Year's. Uh, I, I, I'd like to think about it as a goal. New Year's you know, goals. What, there what, you go. what I, uh, it's just not necessarily a New Year's goal. It's just a goal. I, you know, you, you get up in the morning, you have things you want to get done. Sure. It's the same thing. You got to figure out what you want and then try to figure out how you're going to get there. So er, everybody knows or basic things, you know. Mm hmm. You know, and, and as you learn, it seems overwhelming, I think, but, you know, hydration, good food, uh, and probably some supplements to, you know, to try to maintain your health. You know, all the things you hear about, but it's kind of like something in the cloud, you know, it's like, uh, and I think you have to write it down in, in a plan, but you, you've got to be motivated to do it. Yeah. Most people get motivated when they run into a, a problem. Sure. And and that's okay, but uh, you know, taking care of yourself for the new year and for the future is really important. You know, I, I'm uh, I'm getting older, and and I want to be as active as I can. And so, you know, I try to take care of myself as as good as I can because I, <clears throat> I still work a lot of hours, uh, you know, in my job and, and and on my farm, and that's what I like to do. But I, I, you know, I want to be able to keep doing it until yeah. I take a dirt nap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things we were talking about during the break is um, my son, my youngest son, Hudson, he's seven. And he uh, he has a, f a few things that have been diagnosed. Uh, ODD. Um, what, uh, Obsessive uh, compulsive. No, not a, not uh, not OCD, but uh, uh, the oppositional defiance disorder. Uh, ADHD. Um, and then there's one other one, but I, I don't recall, but, um, and we always struggle with his, um, medications and finding medications right now. For example, my ex-wife, uh, just this past week was looking for his medications and had to call 14 pharmacies. And we were talking a little bit about that in the break, but one of the things that we found that worked the best for him was a, a process called neurofeedback, um, and, and you, you mentioned that you'd heard about neurofeedback. So talk a little bit about those type of remedies or, or you know, things that can help well, versus the medications. Well, what, what was it? Was it like uh, biofeedback and the neurofeedback? So uh, neurofeedback for him was he did a what was called a brain map where they right. mapped the brain waves. Right. There were five brain waves. Mm -hmm. And they found right. during this process that the brain waves were out of sync at some points. Right. And so what they do during this process is each week he would go for 30 minutes at a time. He'd put on these cool goggles and he'd watch something on a net, Netflix or YouTube. And it was basically retraining the brain to do the right thing with those brain waves. Yeah, syncing up the frequencies. Correct. Yeah. And we noticed a huge difference from the onset of this program. And I asked the lady that was doing it, you know, why... Why does not everyone know about this? Because think about mm -hmm. how many kids we know that have ADHD or being diagnosed with these type of things. And not just that, that's not the only remedy there. You know, right. there's other things. But that's where we were. And, and the answers were just shocking. Well, you know, 
you're fortunate that it helped you, and I, and I don't say that it won't help other people. Mm-hmm. But sometimes these modalities don't always help everybody. Okay. You know, so, but, you know, you, you have to still look into the, the, uh, the root cause. Why does this happen? Why do, why do children have attention deficit? Why do we have autism? Why do we have this spectrum of things? Even, uh, even if you look at a child's mouth and it's crooked, it's usually it's like uh, lower on the left side, higher on the right side. Is that from tough parenting? No, I'm kidding. That's that's <laughs> from a neurological okay. poisoning, and I, I'm gonna say it, it, it's usually the uh, or potentially not always the adjuvants in vaccines, which include aluminum. So when you get aluminum, let's just say from a pot or a pan. That's not a nanoparticle. It's, it's a larger size aluminum particle. When you get a shot, that, that the aluminum is there to create an immune response. Those are nanoparticles, and they don't stay in one place. They migrate through mm-hmm. white blood cells to, into places like the brain and, and, and other uh, areas. So this is, this is one of the issues one of the many issues with the, the, the way too many vaccinations that we do with our children. I, I don't know, we're up to 70 or 80 different agents by the time they're two. Have you ever looked at that? Yeah, I haven't. I just, it's again, a, it's, it's so a much lot trust. Of, it's but. a lot of toxic load. And, you know, it, there's <clears throat> very good explanations for that. There's a there's a couple of books uh, that I have read. Uh, I believe the, the author's name is uh, Forrest Moretti, uh, M-A-R-E-A-D-Y. Uh, one is uh, The Iron Lung and the Moth. It talks about uh, the uh, polio issues, which uh, a lot of people before the concept of a polio virus, children were getting poisoned with uh, mercury and arsenic from uh, uh, pesticides mm. to kill these moths that we brought in to the the country that were eating up the world, and uh, you know they were they were getting being paralyzed by the, by these things, mm. most mostly boys. Uh, heavy metals plays a huge role in in function, nerve function, uh, behaviors all kinds of things and you know we we talk about the times where they use mercury as a treatment we're not too much past that you know we uh, even even in the 1900s teething medications had mercury in them most toxic substance are one of the most toxic substances known to man so it, it's difficult for the body to, to get rid of some of these things and that's a whole nother uh, can of worms, but <coughs> so less heavy metal, less Metallica, more country music. Is that what you're telling me for Hold Hudson? Well, I, I'll tell you, the, the the things that you listen to are really important, you know, because they 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 do influence a lot of things, including the water in your body. There's a, that's another whole. Uh, this is a whole different a show. Whole, whole, we get, can we keep going? Completely different show. Yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, yeah, uh, the the things you watch and put in your body and the things you listen to impact everything. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So what should I be listening to? Uh, that's up to you. I listen to WSIC a lot. Should is a is a, a funny word. Yeah. All objective, right? Yeah. Yeah. Should, would, could. So uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I hope this uh, has been s- somewhat helpful and maybe intriguing. This is Fred Lowry, a pharmacist and doctor of ma- natural medicine. Uh, the pharmacist at Lowry Drug here in Statesville. And uh, if you if you need help with things that uh, and maybe uh, don't seem to have the uh, getting the answers that you're looking for, we do have different answers, I'd say, uh, than your your standard uh, medical responses. So come see us.